When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you doing today? Uh, We're doing very strongly. I might surprise you, but we're doing very strongly today. Now, it was... um, A pleasure to have your former vice president, Mike Pence, on the bonus episode this past month. Very nice man. Very charming. He speaks highly of you. He I know you say he's disloyal to you sometimes, but on the podcast, he sounded very, very loyal to you. He would not say one bad thing about you, even about all the bad things that you said about him. He still loves you. Uh, well, that makes one of us because I'm very lovable and he's a traitorous piece of shit. But he knows that if he comes on my podcast, the Patreon Patriots, uh, you, you, you think they wanted to hang Mike Pence at the Capitol? You know, you know what the Patreon Patriots say about Pence? What do they say about Pence? They chant, rip his dick off and stick it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay so they're not they're not playing that he he wishes the patreon patriots were were january 6th i didn't know he was he's he really is a big basketball fan i know you said that he was a huge greek freak uh greek freak fan but we talked about it and he was uh very enthusiastic about the playoffs anyway and you should you should have seen him climaxing when the greek freak had 50 points he was rooting for 69 <laughs> Well, he was very nice to have on the podcast and hope to see him in a future episode, maybe on a, on a regular podcast, not just a bonus episode. Yeah, don't hold your breath, tech stuff. Okay, that is fine. You, you, you spoke in, in Arizona this past weekend? Love their iced tea. How, how is Arizona? Tell us about the event. Well, they have a great You Remember their iced tea? You know, what I loved about Arizona, this is when I knew I was going to win Arizona, is they put the, the price on the can, 99 cents. So you couldn't get one of these nasty Korean grocer people who would say, $2.50. It was, no, excuse me. It's on the can, 99 cents. That's how you stop voter fraud. Okay, Arizona iced tea cans, except now we have Arizona can ballots. Where, you know, you can't do fraud on an Arizona iced tea can. So you can't do, you know, we should have them do the ballots. So that's why I went out to Arizona. 
but then everyone would see your vote on on the can. Oh no, you you get you get it, and then you put it in a a container, and then they can't see it. So you put the vote on the can, and then put the can in a container, and then ship them out. Now what happens is okay, tech stuff. Let me explain this. Right, Tell it's me. like you've never heard of aluminum can voting before. <laughs> you you go into the voting booth. And there's Arizona iced tea cans, but instead of the price, it has a candidate on each can. And then you take the can of your choice because it's on the can. It can't, you know, you can't have a voter fraud by a Korean grocer saying, you vote a 250. And you just, you take the can of your candidate. Obviously you would take a Donald J. Trump can and you put it in the, in the slot and that's it. You, you can't do voter fraud on an Arizona iced tea can. And then we get to also say, you know, have fun campaign ads. Like, I'd like to grab your cans. Uh, that's, I mean, I would, I would push for this immediately, Mr. President. You no, know, but nobody wants to hear from me on voter integrity. No, everybody wants to hear Sleepy Joe and John Lewis, whoever the hell he is, and, and all sorts of things. And they don't listen to me. And the great Arizona iced tea can voting proposal. We're calling it. The grab your cans, Bill. Well, I hope it passes because it sounds sounds like the most genius idea for voting that I've heard of since um, I think voting was established. Well, you know what? Good. They finally sent me a decent tech stuff guy. Now, in Arizona, um, I know you had a very big speech there, and the press is saying that you're you're feeding lies to your supporters about the voter fraud, and that you have a, a giant following of about half this country, and people are just saying that... And it's actually more than half. You're lying to them, and they are just believing all these lies, which could be very dangerous for our country. What are your thoughts on that? You remember they had Honest Abe? This was this was a president. Yes, Abraham Lincoln. And then they have Honest Tea. Have you ever heard of these iced teas? Honest Tea. You can get them in the store. They're sort of like a fancy left-wing brand. You know, very organic, very special. Have you ever seen Honest Teas? No. But a lot of iced tea talk today. <laughs> I never seen. Well, you know who I like? I like Coco, his wife. We're not talking about the little Mexican rapist guitar player from Pixar. We're talking about the very surgically enhanced blonde wife of iced tea. So, you know, my two favorite beverages are Diet Coke and Coco. Well, what was us- the question? Tell us about Arizona. People are saying that you're spreading these lies to your supporters, which is half the country. Yeah, no, I don't don't lie. They lie. They actually lie. I'm telling strong truth, and they're telling weak lies. But the thing is, is that all the voting companies came out and said that there was no fraud. You mean the voting companies trying to sue great patriots like Sidney Powell and Mike Lindell and Rudy, uh, whoever? Giuliani, yes. Giuliani, that's his name. Trudy Giuliani, is that his name? Trudy Giuliani. I don't don't know his religion, but, uh, you know, we, uh, Dominion and these voting machines, they want to win lawsuits. It's called, it's called lawsuits. They want to win them. So they're spreading, they're spreading lies. 
Well, you're saying you have no facts to back up your voter fraud. That's the only thing that's the matter with your claim here. If you had facts to back it up, then I don't think there'd be lawsuits, but you're just saying it. Anyone can say anything. Anyone can claim something. Okay, tech stuff. I take back my compliment from before. We're not, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying very specifically voter fraud. Right. But there's no, we're in agreement. Okay. We, we agree that you're saying voter fraud, but do you have any facts that there is voter fraud, like evidence? That's what you need evidence. Right now you have a deep state quote unquote run by sleepy Joe, even though it's being run by other people. They're using all the power to suppress the evidence. The evidence you have is that Sleepy Joe doesn't know what year it is, <laughs> and yet he magically wins a presidential election against me, who got the most votes in history. He wins. What sense does that make? You know, he, if, he if, got more than you, though. No, no. Well, that's the voter fraud part. Let oh, me ask okay. you a question. Let me yes. ask you a question. You park your car uh, yes. outside your house. Okay. In my driveway. Yes. You go to sleep. Yes. The next day, your car is on fire and there's a note next to the car that says, fuck you, get out of this neighborhood. Do you all of a sudden go, oh, I must have uh, lit a fire in my car before falling asleep and left myself a mean note. No, you'd say, there's been a crime on my property. We need strong law enforcement right now. What happened with that election was so obvious. You'd have to be lying to not see voter fraud. Like the voter fraud is so obvious that to say there's no fraud is the fraud. Yes, but still, if someone lit my car on fire, I'm sure someone on the block would have a ring doorbell maybe and they can see the car that was coming down the block to light my car on fire or you know there be some sort of evidence that could possibly be left with you you just have there's just claims i'd love to see some evidence but what if the person who lit your car on fires works for sleepy joe biden and has the power of the federal government to hide all the evidence well then i guess you would have a problem then but then how do you know your claim is true? It's almost like you sound like a, just a sore loser if you have no proof. No, I'm actually not sore at all, and I'm actually a winner. So I'm a, <laughs> a very comforting winner. A comfy winner. I, it wasn't like a, a literal sense of you. Well, really and, and you know, Mike Pence, Mike Pence, he's always looking for a comfy wiener. <laughs> That's a little big gay Mike Pence humor. What I'm saying is calling you a sore loser isn't in the literal term. You know that, right? It just means your butt hurt. Yeah, the Mike Pence episode <laughs> was last week. <laughs> Now, are you familiar with uh, Michelle Ugenti? Is that how you pronounce her name? I'm not good at pronouncing a lot of these. Po I don't, why does every politician have a, sh you know, Donald Trump, pretty straight up 
easy to read. It's called great branding. Fantastic branding. A lot of these politicians should change their name like actors do and comedians do. So the name is just easy to pronounce. That might be the best idea tech stuff guys ever had. (laughs) What are you think? Joe Joe Biden's a pretty easy name to say, but you put the sleepy Joe. So he almost sounds like a really shitty boxer with putting the nickname there. All right, from Mike Mike Tyson's Rape Out. Remember that video game? (laughs) Yes, it's Punch-Out. It's a great, great game. Who is your favorite character? Did you you play it? I played it very strongly. Who is your favorite character to fight? Uh, I liked Glass Jew because I would just (laughs) attack the crap out of him and say, give me back my money. I don't know if... I don't know if it really went down like that. And then there was that radical Islamic one. There was like an Islamic guy, like a bull. Oh, something tiger. Oh, a bald bull. Bald bull. I mean, that guy was a radical Islamic boxer, so we had to go after him. (laughs) And then there was a fat Chris Christie one, King Hippo. King Hippo. Yeah, I think I belly button. I think I liked Glass Jew, you know, Glass Jew, because it was just like, you know, very, very mad at my accountant. I'm gonna go play some Mike Tyson's. <laughs> but this woman who I'm talking about, Michelle Uganti, she's a Arizona State Senator. She's running for the GOP Secretary of State. She went up on stage to make a speech, and everyone was booing her. It was like she was the heel in a wrestling match. I don't know what she did, but she's part of the Republican Party. Isn't it a Republican rally? I don't understand that. There's two types of Republicans, okay? Mm-hmm. There's Trump Republicans who are strong winners. And then there's uh, this Michelle Uganti who, okay, well, you know what? I just, you know, I wasn't paying too much attention to her because I don't think she's a strong enough supporter, but. Uh, not a bad rack, so we might have to we might have to maybe do some fundraising for her. She wasn't a bad looking woman at all. I agree. Yeah, but don't you find it crazy that aren't you supposed to support every candidate? I have a new nickname for her. Let's hear it. Ugantitis. <laughs> See, there you go. It'd be much easier for me to pronounce her name if you add the titties at the end. Because I know the G would be hard on that one. No. The G. You don't know if the G in her name is, is with a J or a G. But you put the titties on the end, you know it's a hard G. Who put titties on it? You put titties on it. No. It was okay. a nickname and it was not titties. Okay. Well, you hanging out at too many uh, African-American comedy clubs. Saying, saying, we say, we in the white community say rack or tits. We don't say titties. I I do find it strange that they booed their own candidate off stage. Like she literally couldn't get a word. I actually thought they might have been saying boobs. That is a possibility. But I, I just find it. She couldn't get a word out, Mr. President. She literally spoke for 30 seconds, announced that she was running for GOP Secretary of State and that she would win, but she was saying that all while <laughs> booze rained on her. Um, I, I don't understand that. It does not make sense to me. 
Don't you want boobs. people in your boobs? <laughs> Maybe she misheard and it was just boobs. You could be correct on that. Um, she she is cute. I didn't see the rack, but she she was a good looking woman. No, and you, and well, of course, the fake news didn't cover the chant of anal. <laughs> I think I think they cut to a commercial on the anal chair, to be honest with you. Now, Mr. President, I want to get to uh, the next story, but we do have an awesome sponsor this week and uh, more coming down the pipeline. And this week it is betonline.ag. I know you use them for all your gambling needs. I use them for all my gambling needs. The NFL is right around the corner. I am very excited. I am upset that... Um, that Wilson has like the lowest um, odds of, of winning uh, rookie of the year. I think it's like a plus 2000 or something like that. Is so. he that Mormon you have on your team? Yes, he is. Well, I would have told you, you don't draft a Mitt Romney to play quarterback. I don't know if he's a full Mormon still, but whatever it is, um, I'm, I'm upset about that. But you go on betonline.ag. They have all future prop betting for the NFL. Um, I'm sure NBA odds for the championship for next year has already been uh, posted. They have all the latest news and odds for all your sporting needs, including baseball, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA every single week. And I can't believe Dillashaw pulled off that win last night. It was pretty amazing. He was getting really messed up. I don't know if you caught that fight, but they have real-time updated odds and props, almost anything you can imagine, even reality TV. They even have a casino there. You can play blackjack, roulette, uh, poker, whatever your gambling needs are, betonline.ag uh, has it for you. And also, we have a special welcome welcome bonus for you. Um, oh, it enter- sounded almost like you said woke bonus. And <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna cut the crap out of this sponsorship if they're doing woke gambling. No, it's it's a welcome bonus. And how many? Sp- how many? Up uh, plus minus. How many uh, non PC terms <laughs> will Trump use in this speech, sir? That might be one of the bets that you can possibly make in the future um, if you allegedly uh, run in 2024. But you enter promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's only your first deposit. So really uh, dig deep and on your first deposit, throw in a lot of money because you get half of that back in a bonus. So that is Promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts, benonline.ag. Now, Mr. President, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, we, we've mentioned this in the podcast many times, the, the January 6th, the assault on the U.S. Capitol. You peaceful say peaceful, protest. peaceful protesters. There are... What um, Pelosi is doing, she's putting together um, an investigating team of Republicans because re- I really think she wants to bury you on this and she wants to put your own against you. And I want to know what you think. The of these- only thing that yes. gra- Granny Titties Pelosi can bury me in is her radical left cleavage. I, I, I knew you were going to talk about her breasts because... Um, they are huge, and you are fond of them. Is that the only thing you're fond of about Nancy Pelosi? No, I think a woman who at 80 can still walk around in heels is very impressive. It shows, okay. a, it shows a proper woman committed to proper feminine footwear and a powerful posture. 
Well, the two lead Republicans on the investigation are Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. What are your thoughts on these two people? Well, they've been they've been anti-Trump from the beginning. Liz Cheney, you know, her father was basically Darth Vader and stupid. And, uh, you know, and she's, you know, she's she's sort of a link to a failed Republican Party that I'm not part of. And then Kinzinger, his own family basically disowned him because they don't they support me and think he's a, you know, terrible traitor. And I agree. I think he's a a total disgrace. He goes on CNN way too much. And uh, not that I watch CNN. And, uh, you know, so they got the two the two Republicans whose careers will be over in 2022. Congratulations, Pelosi. You got one failed Republican for one, each for one big nipple. So you think by her putting these two um, on the committee or the lead investigation, she's basically setting them up to lose um, their seat. Oh, no, they're losing already because they voted to They were two of the people who voted to impeach me, two of the Republicans who voted to impeach. So they're, they're done already. Mm. Pelosi's just putting them out front, you know, like a padded bra just to take some of the some of the heat because they, they're already done. Does this investigation scare the, you at all, Mr. President? The turkeys are done. <laughs> not many things scare you, I know. We, we've talked about this, that you're not scared of anything. You really don't have any fears. But does this, does this make you nervous as investigations, considering there are Republicans and Democrats all together trying to prove that you caused this violent protest um, or the storming of the Capitol? They're interviewing uh, all the police um, officers who are there on the scene, they're really investigating this. Not nervous at all? Don't care? I will take blame for patriotic, peaceful protests every day of the week. Uh, there's nothing to be afraid of because they have nothing. There's love. There's so much love. There's so much great uh, sort of patriotism. It's just, it's, these are people who hate America. Okay. These are people who hate our country and I'm not afraid or nervous or, you know, if a, if a great patriot who is the greatest president of all time, like me can be guilty of something, well then this whole country can go to hell. How can, if, if somebody as great and patriotic as me, can be attacked and the, the radical left and the fake news media can get away with it. We don't even have a country anymore. And I, I think, think you're just guilty of being too patriotic. Right. Like America is basically saying, sir, that's too many orgasms, sir. Yes. We're in agreement again today. This is a good day. Mr. President, what do you think of um, veteran journalist, Carl Bernstein. Uh, he's sort of an unattractive guy. Basically, Bob Woodward did all the work, and Bernstein just sort of Scotty Pippened uh, his career. So he's a, a very unattractive, uh, failed journalist. He called you a name. I think it's an extremely um, harsh insult, and he's very serious about it. He's calling you a war criminal because the way you dealt with COVID 19 when you were president and on the riots um, at the U.S. Capitol. 
What is your response? To, if, if, if Carl Bernstein was here right now sitting in front of you, what would you be your response to him about calling you a war criminal? I would say nobody likes you, Carl. You're like the kid Carl on The Walking Dead. Nobody likes you. <laughs> and Coral. And then <laughs> I would say to him, if bringing about vac- the Trump vaccine in record speed to heal people and encouraging peaceful, powerful, patriotic protest makes me a war criminal, then call me the greatest war criminal in the history of war and criminals. Okay. Well, Carl, if you're listening, I hope you heard that. Mr. President, before we get to the next story, just a, a big announcement for our, our all our Patreon Perfect 10 listeners on Tuesday on the 27th of July in a few days we have our live episode usually on a Thursday this week is on a Tuesday hopefully we see more people out than we usually do which is still a nice amount of people 8 p.m. Eastern time it's Tuesday July 27th 8 p.m. Eastern for the perfect 10 Patreon Patriots you can still join uh, before Tuesday it's patreon.com slash mpga we have a rotten oranges going up Tonight, actually, a bonus episode went up last week. With, it'll be up. It'll be up by the time you listen to this. The Rotten right. Oranges for July will be up. Strong reviews of Space Jam 2 and N-Word Widow. And, and we have um, Vice President Mike Pence from the bonus episode last week, which got rave reviews. So many special guests. We've had Joe Exotic on the episode. We've had Fauci. We've had Barack Obama. We have had so many people, so many special guests, uh, followers of yours on the podcast. Richard Marks, Bradley Whitford, and there's a rumor finally, he's not scared anymore. Anthony Scaramucci will come on the show in August. So he's finally gotten some courage. So join the Patreon, whatever level is good for you, patreon.com slash MPGA. If you don't want to join the Patreon, you don't have the cash to do it right now. The pandemic hits you in the pockets. It's all good. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave a nice review. Um, give it uh, a thumbs up rating um, for iTunes. And uh, it's free. So we appreciate you. And um, patreon.com slash MPGA. Did you hear Big Huck made some important announcements, Mr. President? Uh, well, you know, speaking of one of our great guests, one of you know, a an Epi winner, by yes. the way, last year. We should have Huck back. Uh, I always listen to Huck. Huck is Huck received the Trump vaccine. Well, yes, yeah, she called it the Trump vaccine. It was very she- erotic. I don't know if you saw it, but it was very erotic when i saw that you know because it was like she was getting injected with me i think that's i think that's tiffany playing with some dog toys in the background (laughs) pardon pardon her she's she's off leash right now she praised you for operation warp speed she called the vaccine the trump vaccine she admitted she said she got vaccinated and she um you know weighed the pros and the cons and the pros outweighed the cons and she got vaccinated and she out she outweighed both the pros and cons (laughs) it's a little weight joke with me and huck 
I, I see that. She did criticize Fauci and science. She also um, criticized Biden and Harris and how they undercut Trump about the vaccine and are taking credit for the vaccine. Um, so what are your thoughts on, on Big Huck or Sarah Huckabee Sanders, as she likes me to call her? Uh, really having well, your in back a, in, in a little more than a year, you're going to be calling her governor Sanders. Okay. Right, I'm and, excited. And we're going to have, we're going to have an exclusive party for her. I can't wait with Bibles in one room and strippers in the other room for <laughs> me. But, uh, no, that's big gay Mike Pence could learn so much from Huck. You know, they're both strong Christians, but one of them lives their Christian faith and that's Huck. And she's loyal and she's honest and she's true and she's never wavered. Unlike Mike, Pence. you know, you know what Huck would have done if she was the vice president? Tell me. She would have. And I, I believe this. She would have decertified the election while letting the QAnon shaman impregnate her on Nancy Pelosi's speaker stand. That's how committed she is. <laughs> She would have went all out for you. That is, uh, that is a special woman right there, Big Huck. Really loyal. Uh, will do anything for you. And that's what you want in a supporter. Well, Mr. President, she did say that Fauci and his science is not all correct. And speaking of science and climate change, the wildfires out west, they continue. That's what I call it every time Lauren Bobert walks in. I, I say, look at that smoke show from out west. <laughs> the wildfire from out west. That's, she, is, uh, she is special. Needs. <laughs> do you believe in... <laughs> do you believe in... Climate change has anything to do with these wildfires that continue to happen in California and out west? Well, I keep telling Bobert, I'm like, it's getting kind of hot in Cal out west. You might want to wear some shorter skirts, a little Lauren. But uh, no, there's no climate change. What do, I mean, this is what happens when they don't rake the leaves. When Democrats don't rake the leaves and clean the branches out of these dry forests, you know, Smokey the Bear once told us only we can prevent forest fires and we're not preventing them. We're telling Smokey the Bear go fuck himself, probably because <laughs> they think Smokey the Bear is a, rep a strong Republican because he's law enforcement. So they're telling Smokey the Bear that he can go fuck himself. I'm telling Lauren the Bobert that she can go fuck me. <laughs> and it's all about law enforcement and great clean air and great affairs with Lauren Bobert. And I don't know why we can't just have all that. But you know, the left, the left, oh, they care. They don't want you hunting bears, but when a bear tells you how to prevent forest fires, they go, you know, oh, we want to defund the smoky bears. So you don't believe science has anything to do with these fires whatsoever. It's all the Democrats' fault. No, I mean, nature is nature. Nature, Mother nature, by the way, probably a radical left woman, uh, you know, sort of probably on her period out in Portland. But, uh, you know, the main thing we need to focus on is Lauren Boebert. I understand. 
I wish we could have Lauren Bro- Bobert on the on the podcast, and I'd love to see. I'd, I'd you like and to her have her on. Many, I'd like to have her on many things. Well, Mr. President, you, you think uh, you think if I was dating Bobert that Ivanka would get jealous? I, I don't. I think uh, Mesopotamia would uh, would get would get jealous before oh. Ivanka, uh, melatonin, Melania, your wife. Not ringing a bell. <laughs> Still not. I, I picked. I think every nickname that you've given her, <laughs> Transylvania. No. Myanmar. Myanmar, maybe. <laughs> Uh, Malamar, remember Malamars? Those are disgusting. Really? You're not a fan of? I freaking love Malamars. How do you oh, not like? That doesn't, that doesn't cake, surprise me. How do you not like cake, marshmallow, and chocolate? It's almost like a s'more. Marshmallow is literally the only thing white that I hate in this world. <laughs> it's too long for a title, but what a freaking quote! <laughs> Defund the Smokey the Bear. That's the title I want. Because that's what the left is going to do. I can't believe you don't like marsh marshmallows. So you don't like s'mores, Mr. President. You're not a fan of s'mores. Well, first of all, camping is for poor people. So now I don't like doing any of that. And s'mores, I, you know what the funny thing about s'mores is? Tell me. Hello, hello, sir. We have a graham cracker. Very traditional, delicious, delicious dessert. Thank you. I'll have a graham cracker. Sir, we also have a delicious Hershey's chocolate bar. Love her. She's from a great Trump state of Pennsylvania. Delicious. We also have uh, solidified sugary cum that you can <laughs> roast on a fire and use to ruin graham crack, great graham crackers and great chocolate bars. Would you like that? Would you like sugary gelatinous cum to mess up your entire dessert and, and burn it over a campfire and then say, <laughs> delicious, delicious desserts ruined by marshmallow. No, I don't like s'mores to answer your stupid question. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of s'mores. I had s'mores last night. We had a little uh, fire pit in the backyard we, and made some a, s'mores. We have a phrase at the Trump household. Less is s'mores. <laughs> Less is s'mores. It's a very cute. Saying. Now, now, if Lauren, if you know what I would like to do is see Lauren, like force feed Lauren Bobert some s'mores. Why? Why s'mores? Just to see how much control I have. I got you. It's a power thing. Consent optional. Um, I wanted to ask you a f- about f- a few other things. Let's wrap this up, tech stuff. I got a uh, a very powerful McDonald's delivery. I got a kid's meal coming for Lauren Bobert. I, I got you. She got likes you. the toys. Well, I uh, I want to. I have three more small topics. Uh, Is Lauren Bur- Bobert one of the small topics? Because she's very petite. No, she's not. Uh, Thomas Barrick. Does he ring a bell? No idea who that is. Uh, I think he's under investigation right now. Well, I've been saying they need to look into Barack for a long time, and they're finally doing it. Which Barack are you referring to? Hussein, the terrorist, radical left Islamic terrorist. No, this is your alleged best friend. Uh, Lauren Bobert? No, no, Thomas Barak or Barack. He, uh, he's allegedly your best friend, had ties with the Middle East and was kind of trying to use you to make certain decisions 
um, that influenced the Middle East. And I think he's being brought up on these charges. Tech stuff. This is how stupid this story is. Let me ask you a question. Am I a fan of Barack Hussein Obama? No, you're not. Okay, very good answer. So if somebody came to me, even Ivanka or Lauren Boebert, even if it was a potential, you know, a threesome, as you call a meeting between three people. Yes. If it was going to be a threesome with them and they said, oh, but can we bring in Barack or Barack? I would say, even to them, I would say, there's no way I'm having a meeting with anybody named Barack or Barack. So that's how I know it's fake news. I've never heard of, of uh, whatever his name is, uh, Tom Barrick. I don't know who that is. I never told him he shouldn't register as a foreign agent while dealing with Middle Eastern countries and trying to get influence uh, in front of my White House. I never said that, and I never met the person. I don't even know who it is. Well, thank you for, for clearing that up. You, you were very outspoken recently about the Olympics. Uh, have you're not going? I'm assuming you're not in Japan right now, so you're not going. No, you're- we'll let we'll let fake Dr. Jill Biden hang out with non Shinzo Abe watching no crowds support weak sports. It's very strange Olympics, but the United States are doing well. They've won medals in, in Taekwondo, which has never happened before, and fencing, gold medals. It's pretty. Wow. Wow. That sounds so cool. (laughs) This is what we get under sleepy Joe. Meanwhile, our African-American basketball players are losing to France. Yeah. They're losing to France. I I don't want to bring up the bad news. They lose this, but this is, excuse me. This is sleepy Joe. We lose the big sports to weak countries. We win in like, you know, tricycle, tricycle riding, you know, under sleepy Joe, we're winning. Sir, we've won gold in, in Paddywhack. Oh, very good. Good job, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> the country's doing so well, so well under Sleepy Joe. You were very outspoken about trans athletes. And there's a, a New Zealander named Laurel Hubbard. She's a, a she. She's a she. Used to be a he. And they're allowing her to compete in the Olympics, and especially in weightlifting. You were very outspoken about this, saying that this should not happen. You did joke around with the she, he, she, she part and mis uh, pronunciation of uh, the pronouns, of course. Um, would you like to uh, explain more about this? I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm in agreement with you. I don't think if you were a man and you lived your life as a man and went through puberty as a man, you should be able to play women's sports. There should just be a certain, uh, a trans a man, league. A man's only role in a women's locker room is through a peeping hole, tom, a peeping Tom hole. <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't really talking about that. I was talking about the competing part. And what did I say? I said, the only role a man should have is looking into a woman's locker room, not changing in it. Right. So I think this is, you know, this is what we get. We get, uh, and they told me I couldn't say it. I was going to say it <laughs> to be fair. And they said, no, sir, you can't say that. And I said, well, then I'm just going to, we'll see. You know, I'll have a meeting with, maybe maybe I can make Caitlyn Jenner this sort of, you know how every time somebody does something racist, they have to meet with like an Al Sharpton or something. Yeah. I'm just going to have Caitlyn Jenner on speed dial. And every time I make a nasty comment, I'll just show up the next day with Caitlyn Jenner going, look, I'm with uh, this person. 
I guess I'm good. I think you said he, she, she, he. You played around and flipping the pronouns back and forth. I think that's what you did that I read in the article. Yeah, and the crowd, you should have seen the crowd. Those (laughs) those great, tolerant, patriotic, loving Arizona people, the same ones who loved it when I made fun of their dead Senator John McCain and... (laughs) Mo, you know, my next my next stop in Arizona, I'm going to I have a, a, a life size doll of Meghan McCain that I'm going to motorboat to end my speech. Oh, I can't wait to see the footage on that one. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to talk to you about, Mr. President, is that you have officially sued Facebook, YouTube and Twitter for kicking you off. My prediction is by 2024 or probably before that 2000, whenever you officially can announce that you're running again, I feel that mysteriously these bans are going to be lifted. What do you think? Well, YouTube and Facebook are going to be the weaker ones. I don't trust that weird guy with the beard at Twitter, but I think he's going to realize that they got to put me back on. So I'll be back on all three. Yeah, I think so too. But I don't think they're going to do it until and you announce Pence, presidency. Pence will be back on Grinder doing powerful <laughs> outreach. But I do think that they'll allow you back on because you are going to bring so many eyes to wherever you're going because you're, you'll announce that you're running for president again, which would be you would be helping their business make millions and billions of dollars billions it's pronounced billions billions i always i always make it more the o instead of the i for some reason maybe it's because i don't have that money that's why i don't know how to pronounce it you don't even know i don't so, even know so, so sad it is very sad well mr president i appreciate you joining us for another week of this glorious podcast and it's only getting bigger and better Thank you to all the listeners out there. Again, we have a live episode this Tuesday, the 27th of July, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'll send out the invites. And you still, there's still time to become a Patreon patriot. Patreon.com slash MPGA. We have Rotten Oranges going up tonight. A bonus episode last week with Mike Pence. We had a Mike Lindell bonus. Um, Rotten Oranges will already be up by the time you're listening to this, whether you're Patreon or regular. Also, if you are in Hartford, Connecticut this weekend, I'll be at City Steam at 8 p.m. in Hartford, Connecticut on the 31st, Saturday at 8 p.m. And uh, Mr. President, do you have any announcements to make before we end? August is a big month for the show. We'll be making an announcement about Idaho Militia Christian T-shirts, and we should have Anthony Scaramucci as a guest on the show, so... Tell a friend, you know, we've had some reviews recently with people saying, sir, this is a great show. I just started listening. I binged five episodes. So it's never too late to get people into the show. So get them into the show. That's your assignment for the week. Doesn't cost a thing. Just very strong loyalty to the show is what we ask. Hey, everybody. It's JL. Hi. In New York this Thursday on the uh, 29th, at 8 p.m., I'm at Broadway Comedy Club. I'm closing that show. John Fugelsang, former guest of the show, is also performing on that. So come out there if you're if you're a New York uh, City person. 
um, and everything else, just go check out my website uh, for my other podcast, for my future show dates in Philly, Raleigh, and New York City, and more being added. And next month, Jay already knows, but I will have a very big announcement. Um, so sign up for my monthly newsletter with my gigs and stuff. I'll be announcing something very big in uh, less than two weeks. So it's a cool thing. So check that out. So thank you everybody for your support, whether it's Patreon or if you're giving us free support in terms of subscriptions and reviews, keep that stuff coming. And by all means, it costs you nothing to recommend the show to a friend. So do that, do it robustly, do it strongly and tremendously and God help us all.